Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Placing a trade shouldn't be complicated. It should be smooth as butter. The Fidelity app makes investing easy with zero commission U.S. stock and ETF trades, no account minimums, and fractional shares trading. Fidelity, where nothing comes between you and the trade. That's smooth. Download our app free from the App Store or Google Play. Sell orders are subject to an activity assessment fee from $0.01 cent to $0.03 cents per $1,000 of principal. No account minimums apply to retail brokerage accounts only. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC. Member NYSE SIPC. Hey, folks, it's Lyle. Get this. I'm coming to over 40 cities across the United States, the UK, Europe, and Australia to do this here Therapy Gecko podcast live. These shows will involve bringing folks from the audience up on stage to talk to a gecko about whatever they want, just like we do on the podcast. Uh, The shows are completely unplanned, completely unpredictable, and they will be a lot of fun. So if you're a fan of the podcast, you should definitely come out. Uh, Tickets are available right now at TherapyGeckoTour.com, and you should get them before they are sold out. That's TherapyGeckoTour.com. We'll put the link in the episode description as well. Uh, The live shows are are very fun. They're very gecko-y, and I hope to see you there. All right, let's get into the episode. Hello? Hello. Hi. What's up, Gek? How we doing? I'm doing good. How are you? Oh, good. This is Randy Bobandy. How are you? Oh shit! I just said that. Why? What's oh. what? Said what? What's the matter? Oh no, no, nothing. I said how are you twice. <laughs> oh, that's okay. That's okay. Randy Bobandy. Uh, I okay. So Randy Bobandy. I have to say, I saw you in the chat earlier, and you yeah. said I apologize for my behavior. What? Were yeah, you, what yeah, were you, yeah. What were you apologizing so, for? So I've been watching for uh, for a couple months, and uh, no, I noticed like you know I feel like there's a lot of people that lie, and I got hammered drunk last week, and I was like, you know what, a lot of people got to stop lying. So I said in the chat, and it was like incredibly poorly timed. Like it was after that <laughs> crazy call last Monday. <laughs> um. Okay. So, so you so you basically were in the chat like. Oh, everyone here is lying. No, no, no. But I mean, I mean, but that's, I mean, I actually called last week because I got a crazy story and I think you'd want to hear it. All right. Hit me. All right. So when I was, when I was 14, so I'm 24 now. Uh, but when I was 24. Yeah. I thought you were like in your forties. Oh no. I just live in Maine. We all talk like this. (laughs) continue yeah but but um so when i was 14 i was at boy scout camp in new hampshire and that's actually where i grew up and uh i was we were all camped out on top of this mountain and uh the like the counselors that were with us got a call from the bottom of the mountain and they said there was a crazy storm coming in and so we kind of weighed out our options in the campsite 
And uh, we decided instead of, you know, a bunch of kids being halfway down a mountain on a bald face, we were going to like kind of try out our luck at the top of the mountain where we kind of had some cover. And uh, we actually ended up getting struck by lightning. Um, so, so that was wild. Um, so yeah, it was, I mean, it wasn't direct, it was indirectly, but it was like the ground got struck in a group of like 25 kids. And so we were all like soaking wet in this thunderstorm and then you add electricity into the mix and like, dude, I'm convinced I like died for like <laughs> a split second, bro. Okay. Like, what, what was, what was death like? Tell us please. Um, I mean, well, and, and can I, can I, can I tell you one more thing? I wasn't sure of this until I got into a car accident in, uh, mm -hmm. in 2018. And I had the same experience happen to me where we slid off the road and I hit a, we hit a telephone pole in a Bronco in North Carolina when I was in the military. And, uh, I had the same I had the same experience happen where everything just kind of went purple and it kind of looked veiny but it was it was crazy and I didn't realize what had happened during the whole lightning thing cuz I thought it was just like you get struck by lightning and it's like oh fuck you got electrocuted cuz like I went blind for a little bit and I got I went deaf for a little bit it wasn't like crazy it was like for a few minutes and then it was it was like when I could see again, like all my muscles were contracted and, and it was nuts. And so, you know, all of us finally came to and we started doing our thing. And like all of us kind of realized this weird thing had happened, but none of us kind of talked about it. And then um, after this car accident, the same thing happened. And but after the car accident, I felt like I was kind of looking down at my body, right? And because I, I looked down at the whole thing and it was after I saw this like purple, like veiny, whatever. It was kind of like, you know, you look at the inside of your eyeballs and you or like in the inside of your eyelids with your eyes closed, you know. Oh, yeah. It's uh, it's funny. That and, ever, and, I, I've heard of I've heard of everything going black. I've heard of seeing the light, but I have never heard of, of, yeah. of this purple before. Oh, I mean, it wasn't, it wasn't like, you know, like a vivid purple. I would, I would compare it to like, you close your eyes and you like, look at the sun, you know? That's, that's more, was, that's more was, of an orange. Well, I mean, I mean like, yeah. Not to correct but, uh, your so, near death so, experience with my details. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm, I'm glad you're not like, you know, all my friends, like all my friends that like talk to my parents, they're like, no, you're bullshit. And my parents are like, no, this kid actually got struck by lightning. And it's like, my well, parents met me at the hospital. Don't worry. <laughs> so is it, but, is it not true that when you get struck by lightning, that kind of means you can never get struck by it again? Is that, is that, that's a myth, I mean, right? they, they say that, but you know, you have to get struck by lightning once to get struck twice, you know? You know what I'm saying? I you know I, yeah, I so feel like, hold I feel on, hold like on, don't move, don't like... move on, don't move on. You, ha I want to figure out what you mean by that. You have to get struck by lightning once to get struck by lightning twice. Well, it's that like makes a, a, lot of a sense. catch. It's it's like you know it's like a catch twenty two. You know you got to do something to to move on, but you gotta, uh, but you can't move on until you do that thing or something like. You got to move on to do the thing to move on to begin with. 
Yeah, you something know? like that. Something like that. I, I, I feel like, you know, you're catching me at my 10 o'clock ramblings here. But <laughs> What? I'm curious. What's your name again? Uh, Randy. Randy. All right. So Randy, like and that's hammered. my actual name. I, I like, I like to, get to get hammered. hammered. You, you know, I you know I used to be in the Marine Corps. I like to you know I used to build ships. I used mm-hmm. to operate heavy equipment. You know, I work hard. I play harder. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just the way I do. What's the rest of your life like? What are you? What What's going on with you? Uh, are you out, are well, you, you're out of the I'm, military, right? I am. I am. Yeah. I uh, I actually. I'm glad you asked. I uh, I've been I was watching your show and uh, I mean I don't I don't mean to pollute your podcast with other podcasts but no, your okay. show uh, Theo Vaughn and Joe Rogan you know I mm-hmm. I spend a lot of time by myself you know I live alone I've you know it's funny you know everyone all the girls want you when you're a marine but you get out and you know better than the rest of them which <laughs> it's a hard lesson to learn but everyone's got to learn it you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, you know, I spend a lot of time alone and single and I work on myself, you know, mm-hmm. and I used to be a loud mouth and I, I still am when I drink, obviously. But, you know, you know, you take baby steps and you work on yourself. But I'm glad you asked because, um, no, I've been working on self-improvement and, uh, you know, I, I stumble. I, I truly do. I stumble, yeah, you know, we, all do. we can't all be perfect. But uh-huh. I, I uh, applied to college. Um, just before Christmas, I got accepted to Humane Augusta, uh, go moose. <laughs> I mean, I don't really care for the moose, but I go for them. And then, um, and then, yeah, so I'm, I want to be a history teacher, actually. Um, I, I love history, you know, because there's, there's a lot of lessons, a lot of important lessons to be learned from history. Because a lot of, you know, a lot of people paid their blood to learn those lessons. And if we can learn from those lessons of the past, it prevents us from making those errors that, you know, that cost so dearly in the future. You know, what, and, uh, what's what's an example of, uh, of a lesson that you feel like we need to learn today to not repeat from history? Um, you know. I can you mind if I step up on a soapbox or something real quick? <laughs> yeah, but, sure, man. We're we're we're, um, in, we're in this far. Let's do it. All right. So, I mean, if I'm if I were teaching history, you know, this is my personal this is my personal goal is to teach history not in like a high school standpoint because high schoolers have no respect. I know a lot of high schoolers are watching this have no respect. They're like a lot of drunk people. <laughs> but um but you know, I'd like to teach college history so I can be a college, you know, a tenured professor and eventually say, you know, history is brutal. Human oh, yeah. civilization, hi- human civilization is is the oddity from nature. Oh, you yeah. know, through through violence is how we've we've found ourselves the security to be so civilized and be yeah. so soft and emotional. Yeah. And and you need to realize that you don't have it that hard compared to people in the past. You know, my, my grandparents true. grew up in Nova Scotia without power and running water in the yeah. 1930s, you know. And my, my meme is still alive today. She saw a man walk on the moon, and she grew up with oxen pulling carts. You know, that's huh. I think that's I think that's absolutely wild. And another thing is, you know, if you understand history a lot more— you care a lot less about race, especially being an American, you know, 
because you know my 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 grandmother on my dad's side grew up in Nazi occupied Norway. Oh you know? shit! And she she was white. She had no privileges. Well, you damn. know, and she came to and she came to America. You know, my mama and Pepe, my mother's parents, they they're French speaking. Je parle un peu français. I don't. You know, you want to go to France? I'll I'll happily translate for you. I'm very cultured for a white guy. Well, <laughs> well, well, well. Let me let me ask you a question, Randy. What? Um, yeah. What? Like, is there a particular era of history that you you want to teach? Oh well. Is it the U.S. or the world you want to learn about? That's the question. Um, whatever you want, man. All right. So, I mean, if I were to teach, I mean, as a whole, 20th century, the 20th century. Because, you know, you see, you see a great change in the 20th century. It went from only the poor people have horses and the rich people have cars to the rich people have horses and the poor people having cars. Huh. You see people walking on the ground without motor transport to a guy going to the moon in 60 years, dude. You know, that stuff. And you but know, at the same time, you see multiple yeah. genocides and that and there's a lot of lessons to be learned from that. It's crazy because, um, I mean, when you really think about and and you're, I'm a guy, I don't know anything about it. Fucking anything, dude. But like, uh, no, dude, the... you're the geck, dude. Hey, <laughs> hey, honestly, dude, I've been in a bad spot a lot of nights, and and dude, your stream, dude, it does something, you know. Thanks, Randy. I appreciate that, man. Hey, um, I appreciate you, geck. Well, I gotta say, uh, the, the it's a little bit scary to see. I mean, if you look at the um, how human history has changed, like on a line graph, it's like. It's like a straight line for it's like it's like a horizontal line for pretty much ever and then the past like few decades it's the line goes straight up in terms of like our yeah. exponential growth. It's fucking terrifying. I mean even what I'm doing right now like this experience of of talking to these people uh that I've never met before and I'm being watched by all these folks is like a not it's not even remotely a human experience that was oh, anything yeah. accessible in the past you know uh, oh, i mean it's yeah. so 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 new all this social media all this crap and i feel like it's it does turn people um insane because we're not we're not meant for it at all or, or and you know it our does. brains are not locked up for that yeah it's it's no scary i to totally think get that dude uh, just perfect example dude this is my first time setting foot in a school in seven years Dude, I graduated high school barely in 2016. I joined the Marine Corps because they were like, hey, kid, let's go. <laughs> and now I'm in college and I go, I, I see like I'm in person two days a week. I don't know how to fucking do this shit, dude. Mm. It's like, I feel like, I mean, not to knock on any homeschool kids, but I'm going to knock on some homeschool kids. I feel like, you know, I feel like everyone's as social as those weird homeschool kids, you know? <laughs> it's like I've and and want to talk about change. I mean, I don't mean to soak up the I don't mean to soak up the stream here, but you want to talk about change. I uh, so my 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 big deployment when I was in the Marine Corps and all my friends, if they hear this, are going to give me shit, just ragging on me. But but I deployed in 2019 in December. I said goodbye to my parents just before Christmas, and then we went. You know, across the Atlantic Ocean. I was an Amtracker, if there's any, you know, Amtrackers. Yeah, yeah. 
1833, baby. But we went across the ocean, right? And we were at sea when COVID happened. And they told us we weren't going to touch land until we came back to America. And this was in February. This was in February. We came back to America in July. Holy shit. So you were on a boat for what? I was on I was on a ship, dude. I didn't see land for five months. Holy crap. How'd I you get food and shit? I, Just fishing? Oh, so so dude, if if you want it, dude, look it up on YouTube. It's called a RAS and R A S, a resupply at sea. That shit is so cool. It's a cargo ship pulls up to you, and they send zip lines over, and they just send over wow. stuff, and that's how you get your mail. But they send over like helicopters of, you know, mail and stuff. But I mean, how you know, was, so how you was being talk- at sea for five months? You go crazy. <laughs> I'll, I'll okay. be I'll be honest with you. You go you go absolutely nuts, and you don't realize it until you get home. Hmm. But, dude, since I've been home, like, I, I left. You know, I left. People were saying, you know, have safe. You know, no, you know, sorry. You know, be safe. Have a good Christmas. You know, all this shit. And I come back, right? And someone, I, I went into a bar and someone said, where's your mask? I said, what the fuck are you talking about, dude? Oh, she didn't like, even I like. I was, I was, no, and, and at this no, time, Well, so at no. this time, at this time, at this time, did you, wait, 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 wait. So, okay, so you were on the boat for five months. Did you have a phone or the internet? Well, uh, it's, it's, so I had, yeah, I had a phone, but, you know, when you're thousands of miles, so international water's at 12 miles. You don't get cell reception past that. And, you know, when you're in the middle of the ocean, you're not getting cell reception from anything. And then, you know, you know, fun story, my cell phone actually broke. I lent it to a, you know, a buddy, and he broke it. Probably watching porn or something. But um, nice, <laughs> you know, nice. But <laughs> but um, but yeah. So I mean, I had no real way of communicating with my family except for like a few laptops. But you have three hundred people on a ship. No one's talked to their family in five months, and there's three laptops. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, you, no one's really going to talk to anyone. But, you know, they'd print out the newspaper, but it was weird shit. You know, you'd see, like, tens of thousands dead in New York City. Oh, they're filling trailers with bodies because they don't know what to do with them. And then, at the same time, you find out that a doctor lost his license to practice because he said, oh, no, this di- guy didn't die of COVID. He died from a motorcycle accident. Weird. And it's like... Oh, yeah, that's kind of questionable, you know. So you form these weird, and then at the same time, we heard all about the George Floyd riots and stuff like that. Or no, not the George Floyd sure, riots, yeah. but, uh, you know, all the others, all the other riots. So, you know, where we were all, you know, yeah, a bunch of crazy black, time. Yeah, black, white, all sort of races, Americans forming our own indifferent opinions on the topic. And, you know, none of us really had a problem with each other. And, you know, a lot of us came to the conclusion without talking to anyone who actually was the source of the problem that, uh, you know, people don't communicate with each other. You know, people don't talk to each other like they're human beings. Tell me more about um, the vibe on like to that point. People don't talk to each other. People don't communicate with each other. Tell me more about um, the vibe on the of a ship, ship at like, sea for five months. Yeah, yeah. Like what? Like there's 300 of you guys. What's the community like? What? How? How is everyone all interacting right. with each other? So what are you talking about? Some. All right. So, uh, with the Marines, there were very few females, as you can imagine. 
um, but the sailors, you know, there's quite a few more women in the Navy than there are Marines. So do with that information, which you will, um, you know, it's it, but it, you know, not in a creepy way. It's more, it, you know, the, the, the feeling is more somewhere between high school at sea and prison at sea. With the occasional, with the occasional, hey, there's a boat. Everybody run to the guns. But, um, no, it's very boring. You know, you sit around, you smoke a lot of cigarettes, you play a lot of poker. You do, some people, you know, you know, you know, on back on what, you know, I said people were liars. You know, you you find a, it's very easy to pick out a liar, you know, when they tell mm -hmm. the same story on a ship for five months and the details change. Huh. You know, it's very it's very easy to spot inconsistencies in stories when you hear nothing but lies for six, five, you know, five, six, seven months at a time. Hey, folks, this episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. And if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. BetterHelp is a convenient, flexible, affordable, and entirely online option for therapy with video, voice, and texting chat options with a licensed therapist that can be done completely at your own pace and on your own schedule. You don't need to leave your house. You don't need to sit in traffic. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with one of several therapists on the platform. You can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge until you find one that works for you, and you can communicate with your therapist as often as you want and whenever you feel it's needed. It's never a bad idea to find someone qualified to talk to about your issues and get some guidance on them. Learn to make time for what makes you happy by visiting BetterHelp.com Gecko today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash Gecko. Hey folks, this episode is sponsored by Liquid Death. What is Liquid Death? It might look like a beer or some kind of crazy energy drink. But it's not. Liquid Death is a healthy beverage brand that makes mountain spring water, low-sugar sodas, and low-sugar iced teas. I've been trying to cut down on my sugar this year, and Liquid Death sodas and teas have been super helpful as they are sweetened instead by agave. Liquid Death is bringing death to single-use plastic bottles with their infinitely recyclable cans. Liquid Death also donates a portion of profits from every can sold to help kill plastic pollution. You can get free shipping of Liquid Death's Mountain Water, Flavored Spring Water, and Iced Tea 8-Packs with Amazon Prime, or grab a can or a case at your local 7-Eleven, Target, Walmart, Whole Foods, or on Instacart. Go to liquiddeath.com gecko to check out all their healthy, infinitely recyclable beverages and find your closest retailer. That's liquiddeath.com slash gecko. Liquiddeath.com slash gecko. Hey folks, this episode is sponsored by Prize Picks. Football season may be over, but the action on the basketball court is heating up. Whether it's tournament season or the fight for playoff home court, there's no shortage of high-stakes basketball moments this time of year. Get in on the excitement with Prize Picks, America's number one fantasy sports app, where you can turn your hoops knowledge into serious cash. Personally, Prize Picks graciously set me up with an account for myself. I made some picks for the NBA, and I did make a little extra money, which I, of course, put safely away in a high interest savings account. 
Just kidding, I used it to buy candy. And you can get extra candy money too. Download the Prize Picks app today and use the code GECKO for a first deposit match of up to $100. That's the code GECKO for a first deposit match of up to $100. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. What do you feel yeah, like yeah. What do you feel like you learned from that cuz you're this is such an interesting experience like limited access to the internet, limited access to the outside world, literally isolated with 300 other people, all 300 of you guys all coming from from different, you know, spots and everything like Yeah. What what is that's that's an experience that a lot of people have not had. What what do you feel like you learned from all of that? Ooh, I learned a lot of slang. Let me tell you, I can like okay. I got I got I got buddies from L.A. I got buddies from all over the country. You know that guy from Wisconsin earlier. You mm-hmm. know I got buddies from Stoughton, Wisconsin. I got buddies from New York. Uh, you know you learn a lot of shit. Um, you learn how to talk to people like the people, because sure, yeah. you know society in the military is not the same as society in normal society. You know, sorry, how people act in the military is very similar to how people act in jail. Um, you say the wrong shit to the wrong person, and they're going to fuck you up. Mm. You know? So you learn you learn to carry yourself in a way where you show others respect, and you make others respect you. And Well, not make, but, you know, you, you make it so others want to respect you. Because if you, if you okay. want real respect, people mean to want to respect you, you know? And in your situation on that ship, what kinds of things do you feel like people would do to... What, what do you think commands respect in that environment? Honesty. Hmm. Honesty. Um, compassion. Hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'm not claiming to be perfect. But, course, you know, yeah. um, I, you know, I was in a vehicle crew, you know, and if you have you seen the movie Fury? Uh, I'm familiar with it, but I've never seen it. Or, OK, so, I mean, it, I'm not going to say, oh, it's just like Fury. It's more like Kelly's Heroes, if you've ever seen that with the, with no. you know, Clint Eastwood and Donald. Uh, it's a very good movie if you're into World War Two, but it's actually about a, a heist. But anyway, um, no, you know, you live in a. I, I, I was in an AAV. If you want to Google that or if you ever play Battlefield 3, it's that thing that looks like a tank that no one wants to use because it's not quite a tank. But at the end of the day, it's a tank, you know, so you live inside of it with, you know, with your two other crewmen. I was a crew chief, so I sat in the turret and I had a driver and I had a rear crewman. And they were my family, man, you know, because at the end of the day, when you're sleeping in a field or in the desert, and you got no one with you. You got two guys in a big steel box. Yeah. And they'll hang out with you and they'll talk with you and they'll smoke cigarettes with you. And, they'll, you know, they'll shoot anyone that tries to shoot you. And you know that. Mm. And um, you know what? You know what? To answer your question, that's. Uh, I think I learned to appreciate people being with me more. Yeah. You know, to that point, I want to say to that point, I've been thinking about this more. Like, because you're on a ship with dudes. You didn't pick these guys. They're just, like, the guys that you're with. And yeah. I'm trying I'm trying to learn more, like, when I'm around people, like, 
there's there's i think there's this thing when you're around folks like you want them to be a certain way or you wish somebody acted differently or something but like just appreciating the folks around you exactly for who they are and just the fact that they are the folks around you right now you know save for anyone being like hostile or anything like that like they're the folks around you they're not perfect they're not gonna act exactly how you want them to but there yeah it's 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 just exactly what you're saying like it's just an honor to be around people in general in this world you know yeah it's 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 an honor to be around people and yeah ex- you know what exactly because yeah. you know i anyone who knows me will tell you that there is only one randy and uh you know i i think there's a I don't think people realize that there's only one of everyone. You know, if you yeah. say you're one in a million, there's, you know, eight and a half thousand people just like you. But if you say, you know, you're the only motherfucker on Twitch TV. You, you're actually the person that made me get Twitch TV. You're the only motherfucker <laughs> that I would watch well, dressed as a gecko on my television in my living room right now. You know that? Well, I'm sorry for but, ruining your life. No, <laughs> no, no. What I mean, I don't. If I wasn't watching you, I'd probably be watching like some YouTube video, of some dudes in Cambodia building some fake mud cave or some shit. I don't know. But, <laughs> but I mean, yeah, I, I appreciate you, know, you appreciate people for a lot more than just being a face, you know. Yeah. And yeah. and um, you know, when you're out there, you got time to reflect on life. A lot because I I mean I was on I was on the scat team which is like small caliber I I ran to the gun when they said run to the gun and uh, when you go through like straight it's incredible though you know you go through like the Straits of Gibraltar which is you know the mouth of the Mediterranean to the Atlantic you know like Perseus sailed through that shit Hercules sailed through that shit some of the greatest people in history have sailed through that and i got to sail through that or go through yeah, the suez canal yeah. i got yeah, i got yeah. to sail through egypt you know yeah. or i got to There's go through to the strait of hormuz that. you know yeah. and or, i mean yeah. and, and i'm not touting that for like a respect that thing but like but like knowing history you know i yeah. like history being my passion you know to get to see you know yeah. i went into the black sea and i got to see like I got to sail past. I mean, granted, it was during COVID times. So, I mean, it, actually, no, that kind of made it better because I got to see things, like, unimpeded by, like, stupid tourists. And sure. granted, I didn't see them as a tourist. But, like, you know, people hate Americans because we're just, we're just the tourists of the world. But if you can see things as, you know, objectively and not just being like, hey, am I in the way right now? But, you know, it, it was surreal to see a, a battlefield where so many people, you know, died. I mean, not not being like, oh, that's so cool, but like these these like the Australians went to fight in this battle because England said, hey, the crown needs you guys, and you got to go. And these guys had families, you know. These were sons, fathers, brothers, husbands, and, you, and they 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 went. Do, do you feel like does that inspire you in some way? Like the, this idea that these these guys, you know. They they try they I, were fighting I, for something greater than just themselves I, and their families. Like, what does that do for you? I guess it's kind of. I guess that part of that's kind of the reason I joined because you know I I so 
when I was in high school, you know, all my friends, they're older brothers. Uh, I, I grew up in southern New Hampshire, and southern New Hampshire is not a great place to live. You know, I grew up like uh, like 20 minutes outside of Lowell, Massachusetts, if you know anything yeah. about that. I grew up, uh, anyone from New Hampshire knows Manch Vegas and shit. That, it's dirty. It's gross. People work hard and they don't make a lot of money, so I wanted to leave, man. And and uh, I wanted to go do something great. And you know, when I was when I was a kid, I had this weird obsession with World War II. So when Band of Brothers caught my interest and all, you know, all that stuff. And you yeah. you see these guys like fight and die with no care for. They have no regard for their life. Yeah, yeah. And but and at the end of and I and I found out why. Why? No one, you know, it's because when you're in the military, when you're gone, all your friends ask when you when are you coming home? When are you coming home? When are you coming home? And you get home and none of them come see you. Huh? And then was that you're true? Was back. That, was that true for you? And it was, it was, and it's it's kind of sad. And then. You know, I, I mean, shit, I, I had a fucking Jeep Wrangler. I had a, I had a 1999 Jeep Wrangler. Yeah. And I drove that from North Carolina to New Hampshire every chance I got just to go see my friends. And none of them would come see me. I mean, they would all fluff it up. Be like, I mean, actually, no, I can't say that. My, I got one, I got one buddy, Joey. He's been my, he's been my fucking big dog. He's been my big dog since like first grade. <laughs> what? Tell oh me about, my God. tell me about Joey. What's he, what's he like? <sighs> Joey's my second brother, man. Yeah. What, what's, what do you, what do you think makes you guys so close? <sighs> we, we, I mean, shit, we lived life together. So I uh, know, you know what makes us so close? Tell me. Is we met we met in first grade, the first day of first grade, and he he was born in North Carolina. So his parents were he, he grew up in a military family. And uh, if he ever sees this, he's gonna beat my ass for spilling his shit. But I don't give a fuck. I'll smack his stupid face. But <laughs> but but so he grew so he grew up in a military family. Yeah. And uh, and so he moved he moved to New Hampshire the summer before first grade and so we met the first day of first grade and my last name starts with an m and his last name starts with an l so alphabetically we just happened to sit next to each other yeah and we just we we just hit it off and then it just so happened on the bus ride home joey is two streets up from mine Holy shit. So yeah. now me and Joey me and Joey are hanging out. And you know, Joey's parents got divorced and he didn't have he he didn't have an easy life growing up, you know? Yeah. I I had it. I I like to think I had it hard, but I know I don't. Uh-huh. You know, we all go through our own shit. You know, I got I mean I mean I got my own shit. I got a, I got a, I got I got a lot of shit, you know. I and but but Joey had it hard. Joey had it hard earlier than I did, you know. And and it doesn't get easier. That's what everyone likes. That's what everyone sadly finds out as they get older. Is it doesn't get easier. Now, and, did did that 
was that the case for you? You felt like it didn't it didn't really get easier as you got older? My my life was pretty easy until I had about 11 years old. And then out of the blue I started having like all these digestive problems. I got like really sick. Like I missed like 45 consecutive days of school. I was wow. just like puking. I was really really sick. But anyway, back back on Joey Gek. Okay, not sure. to not to not to back up. But no, sure, Joey's a, Joey's a good dude, you know. And um and the Joey didn't Joey lived a hard life, man. And his parents got divorced and he didn't have a very stable home life at his mom's or his dad's. And then for a while he had to he could only live with his mom cuz he couldn't live with his dad. And um eventually he just started crashing in my house, you know. Hmm. And we took him in. Like I like I took him in. He was my best friend and just yeah. inherently my parents took him in too. Hmm. And I got I got good parents. And I'm I'm I I'm not as thankful as I should be for my parents, you know. Are you still close with your parents? Not as close as I should be. Do they live in the same place as you? No, no. So I I live in Maine. So I uh, I you know I joined the Marine Corps. I left New Hampshire. I came back, and then I came. As soon as I came back, I was quickly reminded of why I left. A lot of it's a bad bad heroin problem where I grew up. Sure, sure. A lot of heroin, a lot of coke. I mean, I mean, you know, shit. You know, you grow up around it. You, know, it's life. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah. So I I was quickly reminded of why I left in the first place, and so I started fishing around for jobs, and I was like. Yeah, well, I worked so back on Joey. Joey hooked it up. Joey hooked it up as soon as I got out. <laughs> How? What did he? What Joey, did Joey hook up? So, <laughs> so Joey. Joey's like the shit, dude. Like Joey sent me mail on deployment. Joey's my only friend that sent me mail on deployment. My parents and Joey sent me mail on deployment. Mm -hmm. My parents and Joey. I got a. I got a brother. My parents and Joey sent me mail on deployment. So I want to go back to one thing real quick. Um, yeah. Because you because the reason we were talking about Joey is because you were like, you know, the sad thing about being in the military is that you go off. Oh, Joey was family. always there. Joey's Joey was always there. Yeah, I'm sorry. I, I don't mean to trail off. I'm no, always, no, 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 no. Well, 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 so what I'm what I'm green goddess earlier. So what I'm what I'm curious about is because um, you said uh, you go off into the military. Everyone's like, when are you coming home? And you get back and no one's hanging out with you. Do you feel like that experience? kind of gave you the perspective of like oh these people even if it's just joey and mom and dad these are yeah. the true folks you know did it give you more perspective on like who oh who i know i know what is i know really who's real important? i know who's real in my life i know who's yeah. real in my life you know yeah i got you know my parents and my brother and joey who's my other brother at this point yeah so i got my parents and my siblings and i the guys that were on that boat with me mm -hmm. and that's it and that's it because we're the only ones i mean because i mean i i can't i don't even know why i feel like i can talk about this i feel like it's because i know i'll never meet you 
but <laughs> I, I, I don't know if you if you ever come to New England, let me know. If you ever come to Maine, you got a spot in my house, dude. But uh, well, I, well, tell me why do you feel like um why do you feel like you never thought you could you could talk about any of this stuff with my parents? Just uh, any of this stuff. You, I mean, with Joey, it's different. With Joe, I mean, Joey used to drive down to North Carolina. He used to he used to drive down just to drive back with me. Mm. We used to just we used to just I mean, shit. Man, I, don't I know like how... Joey, dude. He seems like a fucking good dude. Joe, Joe Joey's a real fucking dude, you know. <laughs> and Joe, Joey's like Joey's my best friend, dude. If Joey died, I'd fucking shoot myself at his casket, dude. <laughs> Like, 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 I, dude, I, dude, if anything, I, I, I will, I will harvest someone's soul from their body if they try and fuck with that dude. Like, I, 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 dude, I, I will Skyrim enchant crossbow your ass, dude. Like, I don't give a shit. I don't give a fuck. You don't fuck with Joey, but like, yeah, that dude, he's, dude, he's the realest person ever. And so he hooked it up with a job when I got out and we were working, we were plowing snow together. And, uh, it was good. I mean, shit. I mean, Gek, did you grow up where there's snow? Yeah. Yeah. I grew up where there was snow. So you know how it works, you know, you know, you know how it works. It's feast or famine with the plow drivers, you know? Yeah, yeah. So, you know, you get, you know, fuck, dude, you get a storm, dude, you're out in that truck for 72 hours. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You don't get out of the fucking driver's seat. You piss in a bottle, you eat McDonald's Mm -hmm. takeout, and you drop your blade on the pavement and you push that snow. Well, you were on a boat for five months, so I feel like a truck for seventy-two hours has got to be nothing for you. Yeah, I, I, yeah, time, time is, time is irrelevant to me, you know. Yeah. Shit, I've died twice. I know when it's coming. You know, I'm like, I'm not scared of it anymore. <laughs> you know, all, dude. Honestly, it's. It, it, I know this sounds crazy, but dude, after that car accident, I was so comfortable before I woke up. There was this mm. disembodied voice that said, "It can all be over," you, but if it's if you don't want it to be, you just wake up. All you so gotta do is I, wake up, and it was hard to wake up. It's like when you take yeah. Nyquil and your alarm's going off, yeah. but it's like, oh fuck. Now but, with the near yeah. death experience, it's funny you said. Um, I feel like there's there's two kinds of things. Like a near death experience could either make you more cautious and more like not afraid but careful of death, oh, or it could dude, do the I'm opposite. Reckless. Oh, I'm reckless. Or it could do the not opposite and be like, fuck, and I, I can't die. Shit. Yeah, right. I don't right, give right. a shit, and and I mean, here's why too. You know, tell me why. I know how I know how it's gonna feel. Well, shit, I don't fear death. I'm not a fan of pain. You know, I'm not. Pain isn't my favorite. I'm not scared of death. You know what's crazy? I joined the military. I didn't even almost die from anything cool. It was a car accident and lightning. I mean, I guess lightning's pretty cool, but all my friends have heard it so much. The novelty is gone. I mean, I, I shit. I haven't even told my parents. I tell my mom this, and I I see her eyes tear up and. I get worried, so I don't even continue. I just say, "Oh yeah, I'm just joking," and I stop. But, but no, so it's just strange. joking about what? You know, death. I, sure. I that's what I tell my mom because I don't want her to sure. worry about me. Sure. I have a lot of friends. I have a lot of friends that either OD'd or, uh, you know, self checkout. You know. Yeah, yeah. But um, I, you know, but like I said, that's just that's just you know, his. Tis the way things are. You got to mm. take it in stride. Mm. But um, uh, yeah, hmm. 
Your friends, your let me ask you this: your friends that like back from where you were that that self checked out or got yeah. addicted to drugs. What do you yeah. think? What do you think led them to that? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, shit. There was there was one after uh, after high school. His parents found him in his closet, mm-hmm. and I uh, I don't know. I don't even know what led to that. Mm-hmm. It was wild. Me and him. He was like, he was he was. I'm not gonna say his name in case you know. I don't sure, I, sure, out of sure. respect. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but when I was when I was sick back in like sixth grade, so I was eleven. When I was sick, I missed a lot of school, and a lot of kids made up a lot of room. The rumor mill is the rumor mill cuts. You know, yeah, that's what, 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 what rumors did they make up about you? Uh, dude, dude, it was wild. It was wild. I was here. I was eleven years old, dude. Kids were like, "Oh, he's got AIDS. He's got herpes." <laughs> Meanwhile, I don't. I don't even. You know. You know. Yeah. Fuck anyone who's got a cold sore knows herpes isn't going to make you sick for forty-five days. But mm-hmm. shit. I mean, no. I, but but at the same time, the rumor mill wasn't even nice to me. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, the struck by lightning thing is a testament to my luck in that regard. But like. The rumor mill wasn't even nice to me because, like, there were, like, no, like, hot girls coming up to me. Randy, are you okay? I heard you had cancer. Oh, my God. Are you okay? No, no. Right, you couldn't, no it, you, was... couldn't even mil- you couldn't even milk the fake cancer that everyone thought you had. No, I, I, couldn't, even, I couldn't even milk the fake leukemia, you yeah. know? I couldn't even do that. No, it was like, well, Randy, we heard you, like, throw up a lot. What's that about? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, so... I don't know. My stomach produces too much acid. So, so so okay so to the to, before we go to the present oh so yeah to the present well what, what were you gonna say just now oh yeah so but but the one of my one of my friends that yeah the, right 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 you, know, you were talking about he, he was one of the few kids that. other than Joey yeah. who uh, who you know didn't buy into the room though mm. Mm. no I mean I mean shit. You remember when like World at War Zombies was a thing, right? Fuck yeah, I do. I played Dude, it on me my and iPod. Joey, me and me and Joey were cutting it up on Verrock back in like the OG <laughs> days, yeah, bro. Yeah, dude, yeah, we yeah, were yeah, doing yeah. it, bro. I we were doing it. things different. Joey, yeah. Joey's a fucking real one, bro. But <laughs> but and then but my I got another buddy. Uh, I won't say his name, but I will say his. Uh, I guess epi- uh, you know his his. Uh, his Mark Twain, if you will, his pen name was B Log, you know, and Why? all the was, boys loved B Log. B Log had a B Log had a van, and dude, so we used to have these wild Halloween parties, you know, <laughs> okay. and it was it was we used to go. Oh, they were nuts. I mean, it was it, they were irresponsibly dangerous Halloween parties. Damn near Project X style Halloween parties. I How was so? like, I mean, did you grow up where there's a lot of drugs? No. Like, I mean, like, I mean, like pot and and shit. But I'm, like I'm, I mean, drugs. yeah, I mean, like, yeah. So I mean, like, I mean, pot. I mean, you know, smoking weed. You know, that was that was normal. That was normal for like a twelve-year-old where I grew up to be like, "Oh yeah, you want some? You want to buy some?" But what? But what was what was so crazy about these Halloween parties? Oh, the Halloween parties. All right. Yes. So 
Dude, no, it was like, so, I mean, I don't even care if this motherfucker finds out. I'll clap his ass if he shows up. But, <laughs> okay. but uh, Dean Sheen, there was one party, Dean Sheen, this guy, I don't even know what happened. He's like, he's like, uh, I think, I think he just faded into dust when Thanos snapped or some shit. Uh-huh. But Dean Sheen, dude. So I was at when was this? 2014 Halloween 2014. I'd showed up dressed as a banana at and at this party and it was big field. If if anyone grew up in New England, you know how basement parties work and field parties and woods parties. Well, this was like, you know, anyone who grew up in like those weird like drug-infested rural towns understands you know, basement parties and shit. So it was one of those weird, like, you know, everyone's going to show up. We're going to just drink crazy amounts of alcohol. We're going to have a yeah. unreasonably large fire. A couch yeah. might go in it. Who knows? Sure. But you, you you just do a lot of drugs. Yeah. You just do, like, fuck. So, so what happened with Dean huh. Sheen? So Dean Sheen showed up out of the woods one night. Like, out of the fucking woods, dude. <laughs> rolls like we're all sitting by this fire and you know we're pretty faded it's like 12 30 one o'clock yes. in the morning yeah sure and we're all sure. sitting by this fire dude we're feeling pretty faded right we hear this uh-huh. like crack stumble shit in the woods and then everyone's like oh shit who's got a gun it might i mean i grew up in new hampshire it might be a bear it might be a moose and it's halloween so it's the rut so like a moose yeah it might kill a group of teenagers Okay. You know, he's 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 swerved up on Jose so, Cuervo so, and Horny. He he's ready to go. <laughs> so Dean Sheen comes rolling out of the woods instead yeah. of you know, and yes. he goes, "Yo, what's up?" And we go, "Dean, what the fuck are you doing here?" And he goes, "I don't know. I kind of just came here from Londonderry." And we said, "Dean, er, yeah, Londonderry's the other way." And he goes, "Oh fuck." Well, anyway, anyone want to buy acid? And, and like, four dudes just got up and started dropping tabs of acid with Dean Sheen in a tent. <laughs> it's like weird, just wild shit would be happening at these parties, dude. And, like, you can't even, like, you can't even fathom it, dude. First, oh, like, man. I did. Uh, so, anyway, so B-Log is at this party, and he had this, like, old, like, Dodge van, the kind with, like, the French doors in the back. <laughs> Yeah. And he had shag carpet on the inside with a futon, and we called it the slam van. And, dude, the slam van, dude, it was just a vibe, dude. It had, like, we'd jam out to, like, Aerosmith and Led Zeppelin and shit, dude, and we'd just vibe and smoke and chill. And then Man. uh one Halloween, it was another Halloween party. My grandfather died, actually, and I told my parents, I was like, hey, I'm going to go to this party. My mom like looked at me and my mom's cool. My mom my mom gets it and she was like, Hey, do what you need to do. Call me if you need to come home. And I was like It's a good mom. All right. It's a good mom. My mom's a fucking gangster, dude. My mom's my mom's the shit. But anyway, so me and B Log, you know, we it was me, B Log, a few other dudes. There was probably seven of us and we'd chill, dude. We'd yeah. smoke, but but, so you know, my fun. grandfather died, and he was, like, my hero. You know, he was in the Army during the 50s, and he got out, and he started his own construction company. And and he lived a hard life. Yeah. And, and you know, when it, when he died, you know, my friends were all there. And, mm. well, I mean, they weren't there when he died, but they were there for me. 
They're there for you. I feel like you have a, yeah. you have a good cat. Like I'll say this, Randy, you have a good cast. Like you, B Log, Dean, Sheen, and Joey. Good game. Ga- I would definitely oh, hang dude. out with you guys and do acid. Dude, sounds people, fun. people, on. Do you want to know how crazy my life is? People I think, I, I, think I have to, an idea of how crazy. Your yeah, life people is. are people are more apt to believe a lie about my life than the truth. <laughs> like, <laughs> like crazy, crazy shit. Well, so but anyway, so 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 listen, Randy. Before we go, um, oh yeah, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to soak up all that time. I mean, I just oh no, it was look, look. No, I, I gladly, gladly uh, been been marinating in it all. It's been really fun talking to you for for all this time, man. I appreciate you sharing all this stuff, uh, dude. I'm like we... so glad. I'm so glad you. I finally got on the call, dude. Yeah, I, I feel like we uh, we went all over the place with this. I feel like we know a lot about. It's very funny you said that that people are more inclined to believe lies about your life than the truth. I feel like we've gotten a good um, perspective on you. And I, you know, look, I want to just before we go here. Yeah. Um, yeah. 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 Give me. Give me. Uh, briefly, like your hope for the future. My hopes for the future. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, I hope I become a teacher. I hope I don't get bored with being a teacher. I mean, when I was little, I wanted to be a farmer. So I hope, I hope one day I can get old and be a farmer and just well, be left alone. Well, but, I'll say, I mean, I'll say I hope, this. I hope everyone in the chat, though. Um, yeah. I mean, hey, listen. Just because just cause that line says it's busy, dude, don't don't just say, hey, the line's busted. Wait your turn. Call mm-hmm. again like everyone else has. Mm-hmm. Just relax, well, okay? Well, Randy, let me say this. Uh, whether or not you get bored of being a teacher, I very much doubt that your students will get bored of you. Hey, I appreciate that, Gek. Uh, is there anything else you want to say to the people at the computer before we go? No, that's really it. I'm just... Hey, I'm just glad you, I'm just glad I could talk to you, dude. Hey, I hope everyone here has a great night, dude. That's it. Hey, you take care, Randy. Thanks for calling, man. Yeah, you too, guy. That was a, that was that was a good uh, that was a good call. I feel like that was a good cast of characters. We got fucking Sh- Dean Sheen. You know, at first I was like, oh no, he doxed Dean Sheen, but we're, we're look, we're not gonna find Dean Sheen. There's no way that's his real name. I don't. He's not on Facebook. We're not finding Dean Sheen. And if you do find Dean Sheen, uh, give him my number. I'd love to talk to him. Dean Sheen, Joey, D- D-Log. What an honor it would be to hop on, hop on World at War Zombies with those guys and pretend like I'm in fifth grade again. Thanks for calling, Randy. Hey, folks. This episode is sponsored by FunLove.com. Oh, yeah. That's right. We have finally gotten a coveted sex toy marketplace sponsorship. And boy, does this place have it all. Funlove.com is your place to go for vibrators, lingerie, BDSM bondage stuff if you're into that, penis pumps, cock rings, chastity belts. Go crazy, folks. Explore new possibilities, pleasure zones, and find your vibe at funlove.com. Funlove.com is a leading online retailer of sensual health and wellness products, offering a wide array of premier brands of toys, lingerie, and accessories. And for a limited time, Therapy Gecko listeners can save 30% off their first order by entering the code GECKO at checkout. 
Go to funlove.com and use the code GECKO at checkout to save 30% off your first order. Visit funlove.com today and make a horny purchase. Hey folks, this episode is sponsored by Factor Meals. I'm actually a huge fan of Factor, and it's been a large part of my weight loss journey this year. I've been using them before they sponsored the podcast, and their service is great. I hate cooking so much, and Factor makes it very easy to eat healthy, delicious food that I can whip up in the microwave or the air fryer. I'm a big fan of Factor classics such as the shredded chicken taco bowl, the Indian butter chicken, and who could forget the creamy tomato pork chop. I've been trying to count calories and lose weight and all that stuff, and Factor makes it very easy because the calorie counts and the macros are listed right on the box. Factor is the perfect solution if you're looking for fast, premium options with no cooking required. Head to factormeals.com slash gecko50 and use the code gecko50 to get 50% off. That's code gecko50 at factormeals.com slash gecko50 for 50% off. Call from Jackson Dean. Hello. Hello. How are you? Doing good. How about you? Doing all right. What's going on with you? Oh, just doing some reading, listening to the stream. Uh, what are you? What are you reading? It's a it's a paper about timber driven piles. A paper about timber-driven piles? Well, driven timber piles. It's for a uh, foundation support that I'm doing for a building. You sound like a you sound like an adult. I don't think I'm an adult, man. I'm only 24. You that you you the way reading a paper about timber support for a building that you're working on is an is. The most adult thing I can think to do. Okay, so this kind of leads into what I'm calling it about. Because I'm in a situation where I have my dream job. And I love what I do. I have fun every single day. Except for it puts me in a bit of a moral dilemma. Because in my job... I kind of take part in destroying the environment and I'm just like not for that. Um, is it because you cut down trees to make buildings? Essentially. I mean, not directly, but I'm involved with the planning of like subdivisions and buildings. So yeah. Okay. So you, uh, or you you feel as though your job actively destroys the environment. Right. But I'm okay. big on protecting the environment. And I feel like I try and do my part to offset the bad that I've done. But I'm like when I work on projects, I just feel bad at the end of the day about what I'm doing. Um, so you have your dream job, but you feel bad about doing it. Wait, okay, so I went to school to study asphalt as, like, my first, like, that was, that was, like, my passion in college. And I got a job out of college designing roadways and 
other asphalt associated uh, infrastructure. And so it was like perfectly in line with what I wanted to do, except for as part of doing that, part of my job also is in the development business, I suppose. Mm-hmm. What What do you develop? I So I'm a civil engineer, so basically just residential and commercial structures. Hmm. Mm. Um, all right. Well, you sound like an adult. Um, you, you, I, you destroy the environment like an adult. Adults do that more than children do. True. True that. The environment. What? Here's my thing. That what is so great about the environment that we need to not destroy it? Well, it's just so pretty. That's the biggest is. thing. Is like it is. when I yeah, sure. when I go out to these sites and it's like. 500 acres of beautiful forest and i know that it's just going to be turned into 2000 houses in the next 5 years like it just <laughs> it doesn't feel good all right well i mean people got to live somewhere right or are are these like are are these like just like super nice like rich people's like second houses type of vibes not honestly, man. It's all just real estate investors who are building like townhomes, uh, and so it's not even like, it, like if it was like single family homes, like that'd be okay. But this is just like income generation look, for people I, who are already wealthy. Look, I'm only saying this because I'm an idiot gecko dude who doesn't know anything about how the universe works. And look, I'm sorry to piss off Greta Thunberg, but it seems as though it is humanity's destiny to. Um, destroy the environment and then get and then die and get fucked you know if that was god's plan then uh so so be it we destroy the trees and the air and we uh, kill ourselves and then some then some you know billions of years later something else comes up you know those those dogs will still be running around and Squirrels and bacteria and shit. Well, the, well, the Earth will be fine without it, right? Because the Earth, again, this is coming from a guy in a gecko costume. The Earth created humanity, and so it really, the Earth fucked itself in a sense. That's a good point. I don't, I don't know how scientific any of that was, but no, I mean, like everything kind of destroys its surroundings in like one way or another, right? Yeah. But that's the nihilist. That's the nihilistic approach. That's that's the easy way out, which I you know prefer. Um, so I mean, if you want to why, save why the environment, do you care? Do you care? I I feel like it's my obligation to care, but then right. I get like I also do care. All right. Um. That's good. Um. Well, I then, uh, then I don't know. I mean, what else can you do? I don't know, man. I don't really know if there's a solution here. I just felt like I had to tell somebody because I feel like if I tell other people, they just will accuse me of not, or I don't know. I I just felt like I had to tell somebody who wasn't involved directly in my life. Oh, uh, you think they'll tell you that you're an asshole? I think they'll tell me I shouldn't have pursued the career that I did if I'm going to feel like this. 
Well, I that's oh, by the way a legit that's a legitimate thing to tell you. I mean, if you feel horrible every day, I don't know if that's a great way to live. Well, but I have yeah, yeah, but I have fun what? every day. Is the problem? <laughs> you have <laughs> you have fun feeling <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what? Why? What? What's making you have so much fun? It's just like challenging work in a in a way like try like it's a lot of yeah i don't know it's a, it is a challenge five. it is a challenge to cut down that many trees yeah that's true you you got to be efficient cutting down yeah. trees for sure yeah i mean what what else are you going to do what else do you, is there any can you do anything else what do you what are the what are the alternatives well, so like part of the reason I got into asphalt in the first place was because asphalt's the most recycled component in construction in the world. It more asphalt is reused every year than is created, and so I got I got into it for the purpose of trying to preserve our footprint on humanity and trying not to, you know, worsen the effect that we've already done but i've kind of sidestepped my way into this position dude what because why don't you just become an accountant or something I, why you seem distressed yeah well, i can never become an accountant though i don't know how those people do it seems... they probably they destroy the environment too they they have use a lot of paper i think most of the things are emails nowadays oh I feel you like become, I interacted with paper Listen, clearly you have some sort of desire to fuck up trees and stuff. So you could become like a paper accountant. That could be your niche. I did used to do lumberjack sports in college. And so I got a I got a knack for chopping down trees. Okay. Um Was this helpful at all? I feel like it was good for me just to rant. I didn't. I wasn't really looking for a solution. I'm just looking to, looking to rant at somebody. That's good. Um, so yeah, yeah, it helps. Hey, look, enjoy. I mean, in, go out into the forest and look at. Tre- enjoy it while it lasts. That's all. That's that's the that's the maximum amount of time you could enjoy anything for. So I go out yeah. into the forest, look at the trees, and then when it comes time to destroy everything and die, then just in your heart be like all right this was destiny yeah take take it take it in while it's still there before it all gets turned into subdivisions is there anything else you want to say to the people at the computer before we go no i i appreciate the stream and keep doing what you're doing hey i appreciate you man take care later ah I don't know anything about the universe. But I'm trying. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. 
It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. At Amica Insurance, we know it's more than just a car. It's the two-door coupe that was there for your first drive. The hatchback that took you cross-country and back. And the minivan that tackles the weekly carpool. For the cars you couldn't live without, trust Amica Auto Insurance. Amica. Empathy is our best policy.